welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. And we are doing the Fast and Furious. And this week we're doing Fast Five. The jump from just street racing to fucking theft. (laughs) Or as we call it, the Italian job. (laughs) I'm your host, Joseph Lussel. I'm alongside here with Ricky Marticelli. Was anyone else terrified when the movie started and we were back in Fast and Furious? <laughs> My heart dropped. I'm like, why are we back in the terrible movie? No, uh, because this is the scene that this man wanted to discuss. Uh, the Vince of the group, Keith Swetland. Vince? So he has a great redemption angle where he goes out a hero? Hey, I want you to um, meet my son, Nico. <laughs> no, but... Uh... I watched this movie at like eight o'clock this morning, and this was one of the weirdest ever, ever, ever movies to watch at eight o'clock in the morning. This is not an eight o'clock in the morning movie. Because <laughs> it gets you so hyped. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I feel like I should be like drinking vodka Red Bulls or something at a club instead of like drinking coffee and eating an oatmeal or whatever. Punching some walls. <laughs> yeah. It's real Kyle energy. Yeah. Real Kyle. Yeah, uh, I, feel like the, the, I feel like the Kyle energy has gone down as the series moves up. It's some sort of other energy. I don't know what it is yet. It's good movie energy. <laughs> yeah, good movie yeah, energy. The, the GME. <laughs> so this is, as we said, we're doing Fast Five. Uh, came out April 29th of 2011. Uh, once again, directed by Justin Lin. Um, this time, the movie brings back people from other movies. So we have Vin Diesel, Dominic Toretto, Paul Walker, Jordana Brewster, uh, we bring back Song Kang, Han. We bring back Gal Gadot, Giselle, Ludacris, Tej, uh, Tyrese, Roman Pierce, um, Tego, and Don Omar from the last one are back, but they ha- now have real names as the Leo and Santos. Uh, we also have Elsa Pat- Patoski as Elena and I feel like I'm forgetting someone who, oh, Vince. Uh, They brought back Vince. Am I forgetting anybody else that might be have a prominent role in this movie? Um, Hmm. You're forgetting about Vince's new beard and how he aged about 18 years. Slow your roll. (laughs) Slap nuts. That's like two people. (laughs) Finally, the rock has come. Too fast and furious. <clears throat> Ricky is correct as Dwayne the Rock Johnson joins the movie franchise as Hobbs. Real crossover of No Cell Entertainment with The Rock, who you can listen get talked about on a multitude of podcasts here at No Cell Entertainment.com, <laughs> is now on the movie podcast. Eventually, we could do like a politics podcast and talk oh, about God. his presidential run. <laughs> <laughs> if the presidential run happens, it'll be during the. Uh, we can do on the no so. <laughs> it'll just be straight. It'll. It's only a politics, uh, political podcast in the way that we only talk about the Rock. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. That's. We'll just call him Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> I kind of want him to run. Like, I don't want him to run for president, but I want him to run for president to be in a debate with someone like Ted Cruz. Oh, God. And like ask Ted Cruz a question, and then as Ted Cruz goes to talks, Rock just goes. It doesn't matter what you say, Ted Cruz. 
Ted Cruz would be just shocked. <laughs> just quivering in his little boots. What do I do? I don't know. Yeah. So, boys, what did you guys think of this movie the first time you watched it, if you remember? Because I feel like I do. I think this movie was still when I was out of Fast and the Furious. I think the first time I watched this movie was when we did the full Fast and the Furious watch through to prepare for six. six? Yeah. And like, cause I mean, Fast and the Furious was awful. Never watched it. And I was just kind of out of it. And this was before the rock became like, movie gold where anything he was in was usually like well not maybe an overall great movie was a fun movie he wasn't at that point yet so like this just kind of like i remember when this came out i was just like this looks kind of dumb and i was still in the too cool for fast and the furious mode of my life so like this i watched this like years after it finally came out when did this come out compared to tooth fairy is that, I feel like that was early on. Uh, this the, is so. This came out in 2011. Two three because two three was like around too fast, wasn't it? Because it was like two, 2010. Okay. 2010. Yeah, this, wow. We're wa- we're, so, we're watching the rise of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, the actor, right here. Mm-hmm. So let's see. My impression of this movie was very similar to you, Rick. I was like way too cool for this shit when it came out. And I was like fresh out of college. I was just Mister Cool Guy had some sideburns i was like no i'm into i'm into better movies i'm i'm better than this i'm, I'm not gonna watch this <laughs> it was also like we were like we were getting our feet under us as real life people like <laughs> yep. we were trying to figure out how to actually operate in a real world because you know school doesn't actually teach you that shit so trying no. to figure out how to operate in a real life world was you know a time where you were too cool to deal with fast and the furious apparently yeah and then like as i it wasn't until like way later when I learned to appreciate this movie, like way, way later. And then I was, I remember watching it. I'm like, Oh, okay. Now I get it. <laughs> like, okay. This is, this is pretty good. I oh. I saw it in theaters. I remember seeing it like the opening week and uh, I was just blown away by it. Just seeing the difference of the trans trans transitional way of, we're doing street cars. We're just going to be doing sure there'll be a heist involved, but it was a simple heist. And this movie went from racing or street car racing, all this, that, and they did a couple. However, it wasn't the main focus. The main focus was the heist. Yeah. And it's like, it went from the heist being a plot point to like further the main character point. development to actually yeah. being the plot of the movie. And, and like, Sorry, but yeah. One of the sickest race scenes in this movie is a race scene they don't even show. Yes. Like, yep. Like that was so cool. I was like, damn, they just like fucking wiped the floor with those schmucks. <laughs> they just got their yeah. cars. I was kind of depressed about that though. I'm like, I like, I don't even care if it's just like a complete smashing. I kind of want to watch <laughs> Toretto just smash a dude for talking shit and just destroy I, him on the street. I thought yeah. it was cool. I like the I like the fact that it they don't show it to us because of the fact that they kind of did. If you think about it, too fast, too furious, we have that scene of them street racing someone for their cars. But with this, they just give us the Vin Diesel grin smirk of like, <laughs> all right, let's go. It's like the inference that like, 
this guy is so far beneath yes. him that it's not even like they don't even break a sweat. Yeah, yeah. The, the, getting that blue Porsche and there's that just like big that total dork that was like all talking all big game to him about it. it was so funny. Um, but uh, yeah, like I was saying uh, about seeing in theater, I was blown away by this movie. Just the fact, like, it is a fantastic popcorn movie. It, oh yeah, you know, like, but there, like, the thing is, it's a fantastic popcorn movie, but it's also a good movie. It's like that quintessential summer blockbuster type movie that has no business actually having like the depth to it that it actually does. And like we've, I think pointed out to this point through the first three movies we've watched the acting in fast and the furious movies has been (laughs) sub average. I a little cheesy in some a la too fast, too furious. Like, Outside of my thoughts of The Rock maybe trying a little too hard to play a tough guy, it's like, dude, you're The Rock. You just are a tough guy. Maybe tone it down a little bit with the machismo. Everyone was at least an average actor in this. Like, I can't point to any one actor in this movie and be like, they had a bad performance. They dragged other people down. Like, everyone was good in their roles in this movie. It was so... It felt weird to watch and be like, why... Why is everyone acting well? I'm confused. <laughs> no, you're talking. Yeah, the acting and I think the like you don't the way that they delivered the lines. There was so much silly shit going on around them. Like they literally drag a bank vault through a city. But like I think what they started to figure out with the writing and the characters in this that like the most important aspect of an action movie is like recognizable characters. You got your Vince. You got your Tyrese. You got Ludacris. You got Han. You got Dom being all badass, and each one like, if you like, if you asked me about them, I could tell them about. I could like give them a character trait on them. There, like oh, this movie, like, huh? this <laughs> yes, this movie breaks down the characters because of the fact that sure we know a lot of people like we know all a lot of their backstories. However, this movie is showing us that hey, there's more to every character in this movie that they have not sh- showed us. There's a lot of well, we had a past before you. <laughs> they you they did drive that point home more than a couple times. A little hard. It's like, all right, I get it. That'd yeah. be a fun drinking game. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I, I, I had a past before you knew me. I used to like be a computer hacker. <laughs> like but, ten minutes later, hey, yeah. I also had a life before you. It's like, oh, all right, guys, we get it. You were not just existing <laughs> in the last five years. <laughs> Uh, so, hey, Rick, you want to give us the uh, plot breakdown? Let's get in this movie. Ladies, yeah. gentlemen, boys and girls, please gather around and sit down for the plot reading for Fast Five. <clears throat> Fugitive Dominic Toretto, Vin Diesel, partners with former cop Brian O'Connor, Paul Walker, on the opposite side of law in exotic Brazil. They are hunted by a high-powered U.S. strike force led by its toughest fed, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, and an army of corrupt cops, cops? cops corrupt working cups. for a ruthless drug kingpin. And that's Fast Five. Not, those corrupt cups, man. You gotta... <laughs> Dude, it's no, there's nothing worse than when your cup is trying to like undermine you what you're doing. <laughs> when you're trying to drink and have a day to yourself and that cup is like, fuck you, pal. When your cup is charging you to be able to drink from it, it's paying you protection money. 
It really is. Skimming um, some off the top. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some foam, bitch. Um, but yeah, like we said at the beginning, like this movie picks up right where I think it was Keith in Fast and Furious. You wanted to know how the the uh, how they escape, and that's like the very first scene in the movie is like the quick recap of the very end of four. And then it's with like the most unsafe way of breaking oh. someone out ever. Oh yeah. It, Fucking I, have a, just, <laughs> I have a feeling in this movie that there was a lot of like innocent casualties and deaths. Except like, <laughs> in the news report, they talk about how in that escape where they flipped a bus and the bus literally like collapsed in on itself. Uh-huh. Like the reporters are like, no one was injured. I'm like, bullshit, no one was injured. Oh, no God. one's in, wearing a seatbelt in that bus. Like, in, I think in they, the all chain, they were all chained to the... Uh, Which is making it worse. Yeah, worse. flipping around chained to something's really going to feel good on your limbs. Oh, imagine like during the plan, the planning process. They're like, all right, up to 60% of the prisoners are going to die, but uh, Dom's probably going to make it. He's, pretty, he's a tough guy. But Dom, <laughs> apparently, as this movie like continues to really nail home to point... I think has gotten like Captain America super soldier serum. Dude, they the way they portray strength and like just they really conveying the message that these are powerful, strong people is so good in this because they have during the 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 big like the big fight, the the big fight, the one, like they they literally throw each other through walls and they like charge through windows and they it's like choke slam each other and they're so like big and strong and it's First so First of all cool. sir there were no choke slams but there was <laughs> a superman punch. Okay. Rock did kip up which I don't Oh yeah the rock did that in his Rock wrestling. does that. Yeah he kips up. <laughs> um and he speared a man through a window and a table. So good. And the yeah that that's that's the spear thing off the ledge. That was good. The fights that fight was so good. Which I'm now realizing Joe this is where Roman Reigns got his move set. Uh, <laughs> I, I I honestly told the producer that while we were watching it, that fight scene. That I was like, oh, yep, Roman got a lot of the moves from here. Um, <laughs> so yeah, as uh, it's it's how long do you think it, this movie takes place from four? Because it picks up right there. I mean, a couple months, a month, couple weeks. They've been on the run for a little bit because, like, they say like. They're a little ragged. They're at their end because it sounds like they've blown through whatever cash they had to try and get down to Brazil. Uh, she's pregnant. Vince talked to, like, when they run into Vince, Vince says that he talked to Dom two weeks ago while he was in Ecuador. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's going to be like a three to five months, three to seven months. Yeah, enough time for, for shit to go bad. There's kind of that silly scene where, uh, or Brian and Brian and what's her name are just chowing down that food. Mia's pregnant enough to be having uh, morning sickness, which I don't know why they call it morning sickness. You can get it at any time of the day. Um, (laughs) Any time of the day sickness. (laughs) I guess it just doesn't have the flow of morning sickness. Yeah. Morning Um, sickness is more recognizable. So yeah, it'd it'd be a few months later. Okay. So yeah, the movie takes place a few months later. Then we, we come across one Vince from the first movie as he uh, made Much a more surprise. Yoked, by the way, Vince has been uh, doing some clearly not legal steroids. Well, he's, he, he's yoked, but like Keith said, he aged like 40 years somehow. 
He looked I mean, funny he as fuck. He fell through all the like, <laughs> worst places in Central and South America. That puts some years on you, I'm guessing. 18 years? Yeah. yeah. Something about like not being famous as the other guys for the, a few years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not famous enough. Yeah. Let me be old. Uh, but uh, it's, it was kind of cool to see Vince back. It's a little... Uh, I don't think they ever show him in the trailers. So it's like, oh, wow. Okay. Someone from the beginning. Now, I remember when I watched it for the first time, like, and he just shows up. I'm like, holy shit, it's Vince. (laughs) We still, to this day, not seen the other person who was a part of the family. There's still plenty of time. Maybe the guy. Jesse's dead. Vince is dead dead. now. But But, yeah, is is there anybody we're missing? Yeah. The the other other guy. Whose name Um, I can't even remember at this point. The computer nerd guy? No, he got no, shot. No, that was Jesse. Jesse. Jesse died. It's the other guy who like was yelling. Like, I'm pulling after, up right now. Uh, like they're Leon. trying to run away. He's like, Dom, we gotta go. Dom, oh, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, who cares about him? He doesn't need to come back. Soon, he, for some reason, we'll find out that he's um, John Dude, Cena. What? Oh, my God. What if the future movies, when we talk about Hobbs and Shaw, what if he's the guy behind the voice? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. Fucking mind blown. Oh my goodness. So uh Mia and Brian are running on fumes, so they decide to work do a job for uh Vince. Well not and for Vince, they join a job with him, yeah. By the and way, I loved loved the they do the the ancient old like the movie the action movie phrases from ancient times of like hey we just got one more job for you You guys clearly need it (laughs) they do all the like the the cool the cool 80s movie shit where it's like all right we just got one more job we can get you back up on your feet and get you moving again (laughs) a thing where everyone always just has that one last job hell yeah we have one last job (laughs) in this movie alone one last job Oh yeah, no. I mean, that part came later. They were a very explicit and clear with the like one last job to end them all thing. But this job, where it's like, all right, this one will go easy. This one was this one's no problem. We can turn this turn these cars over real quick. Because <laughs> apparently, Brazil, you just steal and resell cars like it's nothing. Yeah, they so start- really drive home the fact that Brazil is just like this lawless <laughs> shit. Big shit hole. Like it's really they are not kind to Brazil in the way they paint it. <laughs> Uh, so this begins the whole heist idea for the crew because when Vin shows up, they know or Brian notices that the cars are DEA seized cars, and the guy running the show is like, "I'm taking the GT40," and then Vin's like, "That's interesting," and he has Mia take it. Which is weird, right? Like, they never, like, even inferred that the guys they were helping boost the cars weren't any way going to, like, harm anyone. Like, they mm-hmm. just wanted the cars. So I don't understand, like, <laughs> why they were trying to double-cross them. Like, it didn't feel like they were going to murder them afterwards. Yeah. Like, the, I, that uh, felt weird to me. Yeah, the scenes on the train when they were, like, mean-mugging each other during the job were so, like... Like, hey, what are you guys doing? Why can't you like deal with this after you steal the cars? Like, this is like, and that's what they kind of that's what the guy kind of did say. It's like, all right, well, we're all meeting in the same place, we'll get yeah. the car then. But like, he says, I'm taking it, and then Vin D- Dom's like, no, you're not, and then change of plans. It's just like, 
where did you get off on something's up when the guy's like, I'm just taking that car. Like, was there something we missed where this job was just always fucked? Was there something that like, was no. there something in the movie? Like, I don't like, nope. think so. Like, I get that they are working for some really bad people, but like, I think the job only goes sideways because they make it go sideways. Like it doesn't do. feel like the job was well, bad, like was a rigged job or something. Vince's show is just deeply incompetent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yo, 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 this seems trustworthy. Let's do this one. But I mean, I guess you could play back to like, maybe like Dom just has such like insane trust issues at this point after what happened in fast and furious. <laughs> or like he's just not willing for his family to be put in that situation again i guess you could get into because i mean that's how letty died yeah was showed up someplace and then the people double crossed him and killed him so maybe it's just like that residuals are still there because like we said it's only a few months later mm-hmm. so like maybe that's the basis behind it maybe he just gets like one kind of bad feeling he's like nah dad fuck this let's yeah Let's be safe and get out of this mm-hmm. by driving and blowing up a train. That's right. then we get our first action scene of um of the car jumping off the bridge with oh, Vin and good. Paul Walker good. on it. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I, I love the fact that the, the whole scene's quiet because there's no music, there's no noise, it's just the two guys, you know. That's guys, a quintessential you're in the air thing they do. Is yeah. like, it just Imagine cuts out they, to where all you hear is the falling. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. But how sick would it have been if they had that saliva song playing during that part when they were flying? <laughs> boom. Yeah, oh, yeah. Or that, been... that Spider-Man song. <laughs> with the, with the Ch- Chad Kroger and the saliva guy. Yep. Hero. Yeah. Also, no. this is where we get into those first elements of epic bullshit. People don't actually survive that type of thing. Oh, yeah. Just Water from a certain distance, hitting it becomes like concrete because, you know, surface tension and the way it works. If you hit it at a certain speed, water is almost as hard as concrete. <laughs> and that is about the height they're falling at. Like, you have to hit the water, like, you have to like be a pointed arrow to really break surface tension and not have that, like, it's like how jumping in straight up and down into a pool comparative <laughs> to belly flopping is different. Like you have to hit it at a very certain angle from that height to not, you know, die. Cause yeah, it's like when people jump off of bridges into water all the time, they don't survive that shit because they die. They get knocked out when they hit the water and they drown. <laughs> well, this is yeah. like the first time where we're supposed to just accept that these people are superheroes. I think. That was like so that's one of the early moments where you're like okay <laughs> in, a, in a slight rate yeah um so this we brings also out the best cars of the movie like there like the as much as i love this movie the cars aren't that great in this movie no there's a few there's a few standouts yeah but there are a few I, standouts but it's i i think it might just because of the fact that they are in brazil there's that possibility of they're not having the well, it just became less about the cars and the streets. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, with them uh, destroying a train, the, our first action sequence, and then them jumping in, this brings uh, one uh, diplomatic security agent, uh, Luke Hobbs, The Rock, and he starts off with one of the, uh, uh, for me, an infamous one-liner. What are you, uh, like the two things you want, this person, and then what's the other thing? 
stay the fuck out of my way. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. That's a pretty because PG thirteen. You get like what one or two yeah. uses. One or of two. A fuck yeah, bomb. you get the one fuck. That was oh. a really good use of your one fuck. Like oh. that just yeah. Like, oh, that was such a good line. The dope. the the rock swell swelled up. Like I think that's the <laughs> biggest he's ever been. <laughs> and it's oh, like no. the one good part he was in that scene too because like when he first gets off and he's just like all right everyone follow me all right now get back on the plane and get everything off the plane like he felt very like, i mean he isn't he hasn't fallen into this action hero role yet that he becomes yeah. after the next 10 years he feels very rigid it's almost like gal gadot in fast and furious <laughs> to where like this is kind of like i mean he did some action movies before this he had walking tall he had his small bits in the mummy. Um, but like this is the first time where he's like this huge character. And he didn't feel comfortable yet. He develops that as the movie goes by. He kind of like eases into the role as the movie goes. But this opening scene, he feels so rigid and just kind of like a guy playing a tough guy instead of a tough guy. Well, and I'm trying to remember how he goes in the later movies because they the way they wrote him, he's like this just like chauvinistic asshole. <laughs> he just like he's like I'm I want her with me because I like her smile. Just says bullshit like that. I mean, that kind well, of like, never goes away. He kind of is just a chauvinist in a lot of these movies. Well, yeah, with then, that um, with the, with, uh, oh, go ahead, Keith. Oh, sorry. Then the, there's the part where they're like, "Hey, we got this. Like, we have this evidence here that these guys probably like aren't that bad." And he grabs the folder and throws it on the ground. <laughs> it was well, like, I don't fucking care. Their names in a folder, and I need to yeah. get them. Because yeah. the, the the purpose of him is like, that they he's the people that the FBI you know get. He's a fucking and, bootlicker. He's a coward. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and the th- well, the thing is, like, it's just that you know they want him to hunt down Toretto and Walker and Mia, no matter what, and. He would do whatever he wants. He doesn't care if they there's innocent thing. It they're on his list and he's going to go get it. Yeah. The fact that he when he the scene of the why do you want her because she has a pretty smile is because he knows he wants someone who's new who's not maybe corrupt. I mean, yeah, he is just covering yeah, the fact that he wants like a non-corrupt cop on his. Team. Oh yeah, no, he's he's playing the game. Like he knows yeah. the the dead husband thing is going to motivate yeah. her or whatever. But like. <laughs> do, do do you guys want to take a guess who uh, Hobbs was originally for? Ooh, I was going to go into a kind of a, some thoughts about that. I'm excited to hear who these. Folks There's are. one actor. That's all they got right now. Yeah, I'll bet it, I'm going to go Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> that would be weird. He would have been so um, good. <laughs> I'm going to say Josh Brolin. Um, Tommy Lee Jones. That would have oh, been good. God. That would have been good. Nah, but it would have been, been different. It would have been a different character. Tommy Lee Jones would have been a more like fugitive. It would have been, been a yeah. fugitive all over again. He would have been yeah. the, uh, the out thinking them, not just yeah. like the pure like hunter <laughs> muscle guy that the Rock yeah. is. No, I was uh, hoping. I I kept on thinking that that character they wrote originally had a southern accent. That was my guess. Is so Tommy like, Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones or Matthew McConaughey could have done it, but Dwayne The Rock Johnson isn't capable of doing accents, I think. <laughs> so like, <laughs> but like that character reminded me of like a like a big badass dude who's like from the south who like like grabs up dirt off the ground and smells it and like tracks people down. Like he was <laughs> he's a cool like just a badass hunter character. Uh well, and I said on the on the uh, Fast and Furious pod that 
the fans wanted it, but according to Vin Diesel, a fan on um, like said like uh, uh, like one fan alone was like, "Hey, I want you, The Rock, to be in it," and that's when <laughs> they redesigned the role for Rock. Yeah, Rock also said he wanted to work with Universal Studios because he wanted to make more of a transition from wrestling to acting. Well, it was smart. <laughs> Do you guys know? Do, off, do you guys? Huh? Do you guys know who uh, Elena, the Elsa's husband, is in real life? Sammy told me because she's the Hollywood one, so I know. So I'm not going to say it. I have no idea. <laughs> Keith, who, who? It's um does uh, a certain the uh, god of thunder? He, he has a hammer. Hemsworth. I'm sorry. What? That's yeah, they're married. Those are two very attractive people to be married to each other. I know, imagine yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about her. Uh Elena is the like a the oh, rookie God. cop that works with um Hobbs. What did you guys think of her? Because when they first when she runs into Toretto, he's like, I know who you are. And I'm like, what? And I still to this day, like, what? Does he say that? I don't remember that part. Yeah. He, I remember when, him saying he, it later. Well, when he like saves her from the the hitman, like the the mob, she's like, he's like, I know who you are. And then that's when he drops the necklace. Yeah, what, I still, like why their chemistry was odd. I didn't like her. I thought she was like so weird and like she just falls in love with Vin Diesel in like one literally three seconds of him like staring at her eyes during a gunfight I <laughs> think you need to come to terms with the fact that people fall in love with Dominic Toretto with a drop of a hat that's what, yeah, what she did all these what she did like I'm pretty sure there were hats dropping <laughs> oh, things were dropping all right yeah. and there weren't just hats but the <laughs> actors did take uh several days of tactical training oh, with God. police and military to uh to learn how to handle a gun. I mean, this movie had to up the body count through the Fast and the Furious movies by like five times. A lot of people died in this movie. Yeah. I'll bet like a lot. How many like children died, do you think, during their like bank vault heist? <laughs> like, <laughs> driving through that shit through town. I mean, at least a couple had to be scarred by losing parents, right? Yeah. I mean, all, a lot of those cops died. They had to some of them had to have had children. So many people died. <laughs> And just like there were so many scenes of like I'm surprised the movie wasn't rated R. I'll bet it was close. There were so many scenes of just like violent, like mowing people down with guns, just like ten people at once just get shot by machine guns. It was very violent. It's the most violent Fast and Furious, I think. It is because it goes. It's going a different route now. Yeah, it's also kind uh, of fucked up how like U.S. special forces just show up in Brazil and start gunning down Brazilian citizens in the streets. The, the scene of when <laughs> when like the scene of Tor- the Toretto, Brian, and Mia running from the henchmen of our boss, which I'll bring up in a minute, and like they're surrounded and then they get away, and all of a sudden, like Hobbs's crew just mows down <laughs> yeah. all of them in an alley. <laughs> like i'm like what the hell <laughs> yeah, just, yeah something about yeah well that is like classic 
American like foreign relations moves to just send in death squads and mow people yeah. down in poor countries. That's I very much did have that note of like, you can't just show up and gun people down. I'm like, nah, it's the US. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. actually checks yeah. out. Yeah. That's like, like Reagan was doing that shit in the eighties. He was killing it. <laughs> uh, so with this movie, uh, Justin Lin insisted on limiting the CGI. So okay. we had uh, more very good practical, call because we had like more practical effects, like the uh, train, the the truck running into the train. That was real. That wasn't a. Uh, it was so cool. Not a uh, <laughs> CGI because uh, they didn't want to use. They didn't use miniatures or anything. They use a legit train and a truck. By the way, like, a point the action at, in this movie yeah. is just another like stratosphere to the rest oh, yeah. of the Fast and the Furious franchises. Oh, and I think I wanted to movies. bring up uh, in regards to that train scene with that truck is we're starting to see the first like badass modified sort of off-road like high-end vehicles. I thought that truck with the ridiculous winch on the back for the most like absurd way to ever to steal cars and just doing doing jumps the, and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah that the, that, that like truck was wild. Yeah. yeah. So with this movie, we we bring back a lot of people from the original movies, like I said earlier. So we have Roman and Tej from uh, Too Fast, Han from Soon, Tokyo Drift. And, and uh, four, he's in and four. I was about to say that, Fast and Furious. <laughs> and then you have Gis- Giselle, uh, Leo and Santos from Fast and Furious. What did you guys think of this whole idea of the like Italian job way of, hey, we need a crew. Let's bring all these people back. It was cheesy the way they started it. Like when they're running down the names and they're like, oh, this person's like, it was very like Ocean's Eleven ripoff. I like, like that. All right. We need a, <laughs> it was just so cheesy, but like the way they did it, it really worked. Like it was cheesy. It was, but like cheesy isn't always a bad thing. Like mm-hmm. sometimes like a trope is a trope for a reason and then you can make it work. Oh yeah. I'm, I was all in. I was all in. Yeah. <laughs> it was so like good. it was such a cheesy heist yeah. movie trope, being like, "Oh, we need the mouth. I got a guy. Uh, we need an electrics guy. We got this." <laughs> and then at the end, we're like, "And we need two badass drivers." And they just we look at each that. other and go, "We got <laughs> this." I was like, "God damn it! This is cheesy, but it's so it good." Is, it is cheesy, but I like. I loved it. I love the fact of uh, them just. Bring back every bring back people in that way of, you know, the we need a a chameleon, Han who can sneak in everywhere he wants, uh, military tech, Giselle, which we find out that she worked she was in the military because in the last <laughs> one we knew really nothing about that Not little exposition dump was She's so funny. Facade, which is like <laughs> yeah. another level because the um, facade are fucking intense. <laughs> Leo and Santos are your blow up guys. Just people to blow up things. Roman is your gab, the, uh, your your yapper, and you have Tez, who's the uh, computer guy. And the, um, the chemistry between everyone in the group is what really makes it work. I mean, that's what yep. makes like Ocean the Ocean's movies so good. Mm. Is like the overall plot lines of those movies aren't great, but it's the like the chemistry between the overall crew and just like the tete-a-tetes that they have that are so good. Mm-hmm. The back and I, forth between Roman and Taj, Artej, is like so good. The stuff between Leo and stuff is so good. Stay positive. All the negativity, man. You bring negativity back. Say, save it. You know, yeah. no. Um, Han you're right. Falling like, in love with fucking 
Gal Gadot was great. It's just it. I, I you're right. The fact that it has that Ocean's Eleven feel, but it's also the fact that for me, a lot of the guys were a lot. All the characters had a way to develop more. To we know more of them in a way, and like they all had that chemistry. Yeah, I like that they weren't scared of Too Fast, Too Furious in this one. They were like they were willing to they were willing to dive into it. I felt like the last movie they like were trying to ignore it. They were They're like still oh. a little soft about it because like when they yeah. introduce Roman and stuff, and Paul's like, "Yeah, you know, I told you I worked with these guys on that job in Miami." It's like, yeah. was it really a job in Miami? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I like I think and everybody worked fit just well like Tyrese this time was more the serious funny way you know and so I think he was better this one than he wasn't too fast I agree to that and like we love Tyrese and too fast but like for some reason in my head I remembered Tyrese being like one of the most annoying characters and maybe that develops in the later movies that I'm remembering but like he's so good in this movie and like you're, you're you're right Rick with that fact of that of He's borderline. He's going from haha from too fast to straight to straight slash funny. But you're right. If, if I recall too, Roman becomes the more haha than the straight haha. And maybe I'm just remembering like because they really drill that in the trailers. And maybe I'm just like I have too much trailer memory about it. Because like mm-hmm. Tyrese was one of my least favorite characters in the Fast and the Furious franchise. He's near the top of my list so far on this watch through. He's been great in everything he's been doing. The scene where they're talking about the job and Roman nails the situation where he's like, this don't sound like a job. This sounds personal. And I don't <laughs> job. And he walks away like that make like he read the situation perfectly. And then Tom just going for a hundred million dollars. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. what, what Excuse, me? Excuse me. You see, I'll be talking sometimes. <laughs> My, my, I thought yeah, that yeah. Uh, I thought that Ludacris had a pretty big transformation in this. Same versus oh. he was a just yeah. he was a kind of a different character. I thought and two, they, most of his time he was spent like hyping up parties and like being a being a like a party guy. And there was a lot, he was a lot of like scenes with him like yelling into loudspeakers to people to like do wet t shirt contests and shit. And in this one, he was like he he has a past. He <laughs> talked about that in an interview where like originally when he was hired on for two. He was basically playing himself. Like he was playing his yeah. rapper persona mm-hmm. into, and like now he's like, now he's a character. Yeah. Like he actually has depth. He actually has like a, some semblance of a backstory where apparently he was doing something with bank vaults <laughs> and heisting before. Well, and it was, I'm kind of nitpicking here, but he like, he says why he doesn't do that shit in two. So now he does do that shit now. Well, well, well in, in two, well, he doesn't in a way. And two, he said that he doesn't drive anymore because yeah. he was in a bad car crash. Uh-huh. But that's all we knew. Like he didn't we did not know he was a hacker. All he in too fast, he was just I I know someone. I know a guy. We can mm-hmm. do this, we can do that, because I know people because he in the underground world, he's one of the top guys that he's running this place. Yeah. But in this, you know, he does the same, which leads to a joke of when they try to find the um, the the I'm blanking on what it's fucking called now the 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 vault mm-hmm. and you know he gets the uh, little 
remote control car and he crashes and you know roman's like eh, yep you still can't drive you know was yeah. like, now i see why you don't drive <laughs> oh that's funny i didn't um, I, I didn't catch that that's that's clever dude that whole scene with the three of them in the back of that car like there's it's the chemistry that so makes this movie the chemistry of the three of them just fucking rifting riffing off of each mm-hmm. other and like brian grabbing uh roman and just like smacking him on the head and rubbing him because he's talking shit about being an fbi agent <laughs> he's like special like, so and stuff good yeah. and like it's jokes you can't make anymore but it was really funny they call him a buster again i appreciated them calling paul walker a buster back to back in his movies that was pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like there's a character development for all of them and let me ask you guys this since uh you've been uh loving his acting what did you think of Paul Walker in this one? Like, I mean, was he a great? No. <laughs> was he the best person on screen? No. But the thing I've been saying through all these is that he's a net negative. He's not a net negative in this. <laughs> like, he doesn't in any way, shape, or form hurt the film. Which, I mean, with how much talent and how good the script is, that's, that's enough. That's all he needed to be. Yeah, he wasn't. I wasn't like offended at Paul Walker in this. He's 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 supposed to be sort of like the plain guy. I think he's supposed to be like, like if this were a video game, you would be Paul Walker mm-hmm. in this. Like he's supposed to like you are supposed to be able to like inter like if it were a video game, you'd be able to like role play as him in your mind and like up his abilities and skill trees and shit. And like he's he's just plain. He's white bread. It's like whatever, it's fine. Yeah. But he's back to that straight edge of talking, you know, like we talked about how in Fast and Furious, how in the first one, he's straight edge and this and that. And then in Too Fast, what's up, cuz, and all that. And this one, he's back to normal. So <laughs> did you notice the part they dropped in this movie where hmm. they talk about when The Rock is talking about the crew and he goes like, Dom's been doing this his whole life. Brian O'Connor was a cop and he's been a he's been in deep cover for five years. <laughs> like, so are they trying to insinuate that he was still in deep cover when he was in Miami? Like, are they trying to insinuate that he mm. was like, like he was potentially working for the feds at that mm. point already? I, I, didn't, I didn't pick that up. No, I, I, Cause they I, dropped I, the I line where that. they said he was deep cover for five years. And I'm like, hmm. but so either, Fast and the Furious is a much longer movie time-wise than they actually make it seem like. Or they're saying he was in deep cover. Like he got <laughs> like he got pulled in by the feds right after Fast and the Furious. Wow. I didn't I didn't pick that up. Um I don't know if the writers are that clever. I think they might have just said five years because it sounded cool. Well, in Fast and Furious, <laughs> you know, like I said in the uh, last podcast about how Mia brings up like, hey, it's been five years since you left us. Like I was like, huh? And because they are, because before you just be like, oh, they're just trying to throw Too Fast, Too Furious away. But instead, like they bring <laughs> people back from it, and they ref- he references it as a job he did in Miami. So it's just and like, he says, yeah, and he says we hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that was I love that part. <laughs> oh yeah, we hungry. So I was just confused by that line. Like, are they trying to insinuate that in Too Fast, Too Furious he was undercover? No. <sighs> Maybe. Or maybe The Rock's just bad at reading reports. Who knows? 
who, who knows? <laughs> well, we see uh, the respect that he gives documents. This, this <laughs> yeah. is true. He hates documents. <laughs> Through the um, whole movie, even in the after credit scene, he does. He wants no part of documents. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I've decided watching it. I was, this morning when I was watching the movie, the credits came up and I was like, you know, there's probably an after credit scene, but I'm not going to watch it. Oh, and did I think, you not watch the after credit scene? No, and I think that's going to be my thing for the rest of this this series. I'm just not going to watch the post credit scenes and be surprised at it during these episodes when we're talking about them. Oh, okay, because it <laughs> sets up a pretty big thing. What, does like Jason Statham show up or some shit? Okay. Or, no. Or, or, no. But we'll get to uh, it. Yeah. He <laughs> uh, returns one, one character and insinuates the return of another. I've got to, listen, no. uh, when, when, when this movie came out, like, I thought I was too cool to watch it. I still have to have a thing. Where I'm pretty cool. <laughs> so we hold on to one you, little thing. You know what? You, <laughs> yeah, have you, yeah. Have you looked yourself in the mirror? Um, uh, I'm staring yeah, at myself I, on Zoom right now. <laughs> uh, where is it? Yep, we have to give somewhat props to uh, Tyrese because during this, he was also filming uh, Transformers Dark of the Moon. Dang. So he was flying back and forth from Puerto Rico and Atlanta to do oh, both shit. movies. Can we make the next group watch the Transformer movies to just hate ourselves? I no, really want to watch yet. No, I love I love those movies. They're so bad. <laughs> um, Ty, can we just talk about Tyrese? He is such a good actor. Like I don't think Tyrese has ever been given like the props he deserves for how like good he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he was great. Uh, also, uh, Gal Gadot spent two years in the uh, Azir, uh, Israeli uh, Defense Forces as a physical trainer instructor. Too. Uh, every member or every citizen mm-hmm. of Israel has to serve in the Israeli military at some point in their life. Yeah. So I thought there was going to be something between uh, Dom and Roman because, like, when you, they first get introduced, and introduced, Roman like eyeballs Toretto. And then nothing comes from it. <laughs> I was just I like, think that's hmm. just Roman. Roman just eyeballs everyone. Yeah. Like it, yeah. Rome he's, thinks he can take everyone in the world. Like he's always, he's always fucking things up. <laughs> like he doesn't back down from shit, and he thinks he can do anything and take everyone. Uh, yeah. So we have the bad guy for this movie, Reyes. Who, if you don't know, he's not a business businessman, even though he looks like it. He's just a big drug lord of Brazil. Well, I think they insinuate that he does have legitimate business as well. Like, I in the owns, in, like he every drug cartel has to have a front, and I'm assuming yeah. that's just like his front. Like maybe he's into real estate he, or he's something. He's posing. He's posing as an, a businessman. Um, but yeah, big I mean, drug lord. The mob back in the day had their like yeah. legitimate fronts. Like they worked garbage or shit like that. So yeah, so, cleaners <laughs> need some way to move your money. What did you guys think of this? We're, we'll put him in the ranking, but for late, for now, what did you guys think of this villain of Reyes in this movie? Oh, it's he the, was. Uh, go ahead. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. He was. Um, he was. I'm trying not to phrase it comparatively, but I will anyways. He was way better. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually scary. I, I would like. He would actually like. Thre- like if I were, were one of his employees, I would always be threatened and like scared for my life and well-being. If I was working for that guy, he was rich. He did cool rich guy shit. He like had the look. He had the look that he like looked scary. The other, I feel like in the in Fast and Furious, he like he just didn't intimidate me. There was nothing intimidating about that guy. 
And so it's like, kind of like the way his underlings are around him, right? Like how everyone kind of... I'll equate it to, like, someone who abuses their dog. Like, how a dog <laughs> always seems scared around the owner mm-hmm, who abuses uh-huh. it. Like, his employees, like, they all seemed like a dog that's been beaten too much. Like, yep. they were all terrified of putting anything a step out of line around him. <laughs> when When the crew decides to still raises money they go to the first place and they burn it and then the guy that's running that place has to go tell reyes and then like what you said rick he looks like a beaten dog and he's like oh crap um uh, so this happened and then the guy gets murdered because he lost some money yeah that scene was good (laughs) so good like the whole like lead up through that where they break in just to burn the money fucking badass you can't hide you can't hide and then it take off all their masks and like we're not Who hiding. Knows? That was also That's a so dream. awesome. Like you're gonna take our, you're gonna take Reyes's money. Who said we were taking it? <laughs> Boom, burn it. Like fucking hell, that was good. Yeah, that was yeah, very Joker. That was some Joker shit. <laughs> we're not taking your money. Yeah. Um. So I, I I would say this: this movie does take place in Brazil and Puerto Rico. So like the final the the vault scene, them dragging it, that takes place in Puerto Rico. Oh, they filmed that in Puerto Rico? Weird. Yeah. Why would they film everything else in Brazil and then film that in Puerto Rico? That's funny. I don't maybe know. <laughs> maybe they couldn't get like the proper like write-offs to drive a fucking vault through the city. <laughs> oh, and while we're on the topic of uh cool set pieces and filming locations, I'd be uh It'd be bad not to mention the the movie that uh, the chase scene, the rooftop chase scene. Mm-hmm. The, there's a there's a other movie that comes up every once in a while that we like to talk about that that movie reminded me of quite a bit. Uh, could what movie is that? Boys too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Except instead of a, a Hummer rolling down through the through the town, it was a Vin Diesel jumping on roofs and uh, collapsing through roofs and punching through walls. And, that was a and, cool uh, scene. <laughs> of them running and then like Vin Diesel does his first big jump and then the rock jumps through a window and mid-air Vin Diesel turns to see what the fuck's going on behind <laughs> yeah. him. That was a great scene. Yeah. And then you what see is with people in this universe loving to jump in through windows, by the way. Um, it's back yeah. to back. And then you then you know it Diesel shows strength. <laughs> uh my uh don't mind my referencer seeing a Brahma bull run ah. at him. Ah. <laughs> but that was a cool shot like you know uh this whole movie like i actually wrote down action scenes because there's nice. a shit ton there's a lot of them it's gonna be hard to pick up like i don't know what like we're gonna oh, we're gonna we're merge like, them all we're gonna merge yeah, what's them all. like the but is there like a defining set piece action probably, sequence the probably the final oh yeah bank vault yeah that's easy. yeah uh but for ours we get to this movie put gave puerto rico 27 million nice to further community oh wow yeah that's awesome yeah uh but yeah this whole movie i like i gotta say i like the scene of um them trying to figure out okay so all the movies so they burned the uh, money then the whole plan was to have all the money go to one place all the money goes to the cop station so like crap what do we do so they hack into the cops uh uh, camera system by blowing up a toilet <laughs> dude oh that's oh 
Just oh, thinking about it. Oh, that was good. That scene was so gross. And then, so Did then they, have they to see- put like actual shit falling out of the toilets and that. Yes, oh. you have. It was to, so graphic because cops, <laughs> oh. cops don't cops don't flush. It looks like. Oh yeah, because oh, no, they, they blew um, the pipes out. Like so, yeah, everything yeah. was just sitting in the pipes. Came, oh. So cops just take really big shits. <laughs> but they do. Uh, and I love the fact like you use too much explosive for that. Too much, too but little. <laughs> I like I like the little montage they did of the, with them using the camera system that they made their own camera system and their little hideout and to um, drive and see if they can get not get caught. Very video game. It was cool. <laughs> and like it's all of them drifting and shit. And then like, oh, how do we do? And you got caught. And then like one of the guys gets crashed. You know. I think that's this also drives home another great point about this movie is that all the other movies you have Rick, we lost you. Uh oh. There I'm uh, back. Sorry about that. My wire, back. Got, my wire got clipped. There's always been the main characters, and we've only focused on the main characters in these movies. Like we've always focused on Dom or uh Brian O'Connor yeah. at all points. This movie, we got so many great moments of everyone else. Like, everyone else mm-hmm. had their shining moments. We had the guys breaking into the police station, cutting open that wall and attaching stuff. Just, like, seeing all these interactions between everyone else, like, just, you held, you got such a connection to all the characters. They all had shining moments where they looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, Gal Gadot and Han trying to get that handprint, and they're at that thing. Oh, and that Gal Gadot the typical, like, action movie scene where it's like, this is a woman's job and just yeah. like don't send a man that. to do a woman's job <laughs> and just watching Han just be like humming a humming a humming a when she does it he's like when he when she does the roundabout and see if she make it he's like I fall I think I'm in love <laughs> but like that was, was like <laughs> since day like minute one he's just like he like was just fond of her <laughs> yeah this movie is significantly hornier than the other movies and Gal Gadot, give it up to her. Like her jump as an actress from the from Fast and Furious. To, and I mean, maybe it's also because the script in this one is well written, comparative to Fast and Furious. But like mm-hmm. her performance in this was like night and day compared to Fast and Furious, where like she was like very strong in her deliverance in this movie. Oh yeah, like, no, I I agree. I think it's a lot of the writing gets credit for that because in the first previously she was literally just like reading off a piece of paper on camera to us. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it felt like to me. She was just like reading, like there might as well have been a teleprompter or something. I thought she was just miserable in the last movie. Like, and so she did fantastic. You know, like I said in Fast and Furious, Mia though in this one she's pregnant and. She, you know, it says that thing of, well, they really don't do much. The women characters don't really do much in these movies besides one. But with this one, they have Gal Godot's character kind of be a focal point in that, and also that character development. And Mia is playing in a very like comic book reference role here. She's playing the Oracle character. Like mm-hmm. she's the, the eyes on everything. She's kind of running the operation from base. She's the Seth Green from Italian Job. Yeah. (laughs) And those characters are massively important. And like the women actually played strong roles and it was very refreshing to see. 
Yeah, I mean, there's it's still Fast and Furious, so it's still like just like big dude macho energy in it. But it, it's definitely a step up. I and think. we yeah. still got our quintessential Fast and the Furious scene of a bunch of very scantily clad ladies standing next to cars. Yeah, I was happy they threw that back in there. It's so silly. And it's like, it kind of adds like, it's like the, the pepper and it's like the salt and pepper on top of the dish. <laughs> I mean, you kind of mm. need it, right? It would be wrong yeah. not to have it. Oh, no, it, it's important. And that's the scene where we brought up earlier in the show about how um, Brian and Dom go get new cars. And the guy's like, hey, man, we're in Brazil. You're not the king here. <laughs> and this car is 3 0. Oh, I haven't lost one yet. And O'Connor, uh, Dom's like, okay. I'll put my muscle car against your little puny car. Well, no, the other guy car. challenge. The other guy yeah. goes car for car, and you just Dom's just like. <laughs> car well, for yeah, it's because uh, it's because he hear they overhear Brian going, "I want that car. I haven't had yeah. that car yet." But I, I like I said earlier, I love that scene of just the smirk. There's a lot of a lot of Vin Diesel smirk grin in this <laughs> Vin <movie>. Diesel face. <laughs> So uh, I've, we all, I've, I've got a quick question for you two before we yeah. progress further through the story. So there was a moment after the train heist when they get caught and Paul Walker and Vin Diesel are tied up in chains, getting kind of interrogated. And then maybe I looked away for a minute or something. I looked at my phone or some shit, but like, I feel like in two seconds there was this editing and they just like were gone, escaped. How, how did they get out of that situation? Well, uh, first, for, uh, first it's a, in my mind, it's a triple X reference. Cause it's this like, how many movies has Vin Diesel been handcuffed <laughs> in the air? I feel like he's in Pitch Black or Riddick. He's that way too. Oh, yeah. Well, he's got that. He's he's got a nice torso, so it looks yeah. good. I mean, yeah, guys, uh, that's that's the candy right there. You're seeing, I mean, people sitting in the seats getting to see Vin Diesel in chains. They're just thinking, mm, "What could I do with Vin Diesel in chains?" Well, what what they do is the Reyes guy asks for where his car's at, and they're like, they don't say anything. And then Reyes is like, well, I guess we'll go find your sister. They leave. And then uh, Toretto Hulk smash Hulk buses are out. So like he just breaks the handcuffs. Boy, that it, sucks. That I missed that. <laughs> it was pretty badass. You're like, <laughs> and then Brian just stays chained up the whole time and just kind of like, choke people. Yeah. He chokes someone with a leg lock while he's dangling in the air. Oh, and okay. fucking Vin Diesel's like, bah! but which we get really that a lot. It, which really ties in the fact that this movie is way more brutal than any other oh, yeah. movie. Like when the we literally watch Rock snap someone's neck. Oh, yep. casually, um, like it was a fucking like a drive-by. <laughs> if you watch, because I watched the extended edition as a part of my 4K bundle. Don't worry, Keith. You didn't miss much. Actually, you missed things you would have hated. No, I have watched. the extended version. What was the? It was they one. They added. Mi- they added. Uh, CG blood to gunshots, so you would have hated Yeah, that. I saw that. It was dog shit. <laughs> um, the snapping of the neck scene with the rock, they turned it up so you could hear it better. Jesus. Sick. Those marketers are ridiculous. They, I, I was looking at the back of the box that you gave me there, Joe. Thank you very much. And then mm-hmm. um, it's literally one minute longer, the extended, <laughs> the extended version. 77 seconds to be exact. <laughs> it's just like seeing it like changes like it's just adding cg blood um there's only like maybe 45 seconds of actual footage added and it's just footage added to like the action scenes like because i actually read through the report of what they had oh yeah because i was guessing i was guessing that there was a scene where there was just like an extra violent gun shootout like i don't think that wasn't (laughs) they they added like the mowing down of the special forces 
that was like they held on to that scene longer when the extended edition they held on to the scene of Toretto protecting uh what's her what was her name again joe uh oh uh it was elsa but her is elena elena so they held on to that scene longer of her protecting her of him protecting her um there was we saw an extra scene of one of the special forces guys getting shot in the chest during the special forces getting ambush scene (laughs) And then for some reason, only in the extended edition do we get the notice at the end of the movie saying these cars are like being uh, handled by stunt professionals. That wasn't in the theatrical release. So <laughs> not funny. do this stuff at home. So there wasn't really that much added in the extended edition besides <laughs> the CG blood and whatnot. So I don't know. You know is- <laughs> I was gonna run down to Oregon Community Credit Union and tie up my for my Honda CRV to the local bank vault <laughs> just to, to see how it go. <laughs> but like I didn't remember how gruesome this like when the special forces guys get ambushed and just taken out, I'm like, this is brutal. Like, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like for the most part, the acting was all right and the rock did okay, but I thought he was a little silly when he was doing emotions watching his team die. I thought that was a bit, I, I thought that was a bit much. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like he was just like holding his hands up in the air and screaming no, basically. Well, 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 what would you do if you get like uh, <laughs> when when your whole crew's getting ambushed, but you're trying to save someone, and then the car that you're right next to blow you up? And you go on the ground, you just get back up, like you snow sell it, or do you like you have to suck, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh the black guy who who's a part of his team who ends up dying. I can't remember his actual Is that the grenades? Yeah. yeah. That was oh brutal. god. <laughs> yeah, the the two grenades just drop and it's like, oh fuck. I love that guy. He is from one of my fit like one of my just like it's not a great show, but I always love like crime dramas and he was in numbers back in the day oh, that guy's I in numbers. Numbers. <laughs> nice. uh but yeah like there was that amber scene one of the scenes i liked and it's the cheesy one it's the uh quarter mile drive between the four after they steal the cop cars. oh yeah that's such a good <laughs> million dollars <laughs> million dollars all right and it then we'll like be dead if this goes wrong so so they have like no yeah they're like all right um so Roman B Roman turning on the lights, leaving early, and then they we have that like the one racing scene we have. Oh, this is them four, and then Brian wins, and he's like, "Fuck yeah, I won!" Woo! And then they're like, "He didn't see it. See what? He eased up on the he he hit the brake. <laughs> he, no, don't he, no no don't. He pulled off the accelerator at the line. Yep. Yeah, it was. Oh god, that whole like deliverance from Tyrese and Han was so good. It was so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. And actually, like the way Paul Walker deals like with that scene was like kind of shows how much better he's become as an actor at this point. <laughs> like he was, he played so well as just being this jitsy dude who just like wants nothing more than to beat his future like, well his, I was gonna say brother in law, but they're not married, so it's just like his partner's. Like he wants to beat his partner's his family. We're we're, we're <laughs> to say brother-in-law Brother since they're so family. Bad. Um, like he wants to beat his brother-in-law so bad. Well, he <laughs> lost the very first race in Fast the Fast and Furious, and like I said in the last podcast, the joy in his face, thinking, "Oh my God, I'm going to finally beat him," and then he gets clipped, and then in this one, it's I and beat him. Hell that, yeah! They bring that up in this one too before yeah. the race when he goes, "Just try not to cheat this time. You got to let that go." <laughs> yeah i gotta let it go 
Oh, that, that's the one thing about O'Con- Brian O'Connor's character is that he won't let go. Is that he yeah. lost the first race until he wins, and that's oh. you know, that's where we get the very end too. Like, all right, one more time, let's go. And I love the way Dom played it too. When he's like, I don't know what they're talking about. Like, it's just so like, it's what makes <laughs> it feel so authentic. Like, it actually feels like a bunch of friends who are just shitting on it. Like, it feels like us sitting around just shitting on each other. <laughs> Oh, and I gotta throw out I gotta throw one shout out for a one liner I liked where he said shitty call O'Connor. Oh, oh yeah. shitty call. The... Yep. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. Picking the uh taking the job. Yeah, yeah. Shitty call. I had to make uh, a call. <laughs> but like yeah, like it for me in this for this movie, there is really no down point. Sure, there's in between action scenes, but it's progressing the story. I think like you can you can find one or two things that are you like, can, but like you have, it's not like the other ones where it's like huge glaring plot holes or just like really bad acting. You have to search out what's really wrong with this movie. Like you can, you can nitpick things, but mm-hmm. there's not like that glaring awful to this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about it earlier. Let's talk about it. What did you guys think of the Vin Diesel, Dwayne Johnson? Break fight. Ooh. It was so good. It was a good fight. It was because the the rock is clearly a professional in like fight choreography. So he was like so he was so good. Like the he was it was cool seeing like how because Vin Diesel's an actor, so he like I mean he's pretty good at fighting, but the rock is like literally a fighter. So it was cool. It was a, it was a good fight. It had weight. Like the other the other movies don't have good fights, like I even think compared to just other action movies, like that fight scene was better than 99% of like Marvel fight scenes. I think like the, the, the choreography, the sounds, the like crashing through windows. I thought that was, it was just great. Like it felt brutal. Like mm-hmm. you were like cringing at the shots. Cause you were just thinking like, if something like that happened to me, I'd be, <laughs> I'm I'd dead. be a puddle in the floor. <laughs> Yeah, one, I'm dead. Yeah, one punch. Yeah. <laughs> one punch, I'm done. <laughs> um, the wrench, the wrench in the concrete at the end was such, such a good touch. <laughs> it was a cool shot, too, because yeah. like when Vin Diesel throws the wrench down and he gets up, he has like tears in his eyes. So you're, like, uh-huh. They don't show you the rock until like a couple seconds and you see like the reaction of everybody's face. You're like, did he just murder the rock? That would have been crazy. A rad, rad plot twist if he just slammed his brains into the floor and then the, the rock's just gone. How much <laughs> of Mia's time in these Fast and the Furious movies oh. so much has been yelling at Dom to Dom, stop. Dom, stop! <laughs> Dom, stop! <laughs> About 85%. Or, like every go. movie, she's yelling at her brother to stop. 60% yelling Dom, stop. 30% being the Oracle. And 10% being the love interest, you know? Yeah, like, just like r- wrapping her legs around Paul Walker while sitting on a curb or something or a table or something. <laughs> um, but it, it took them t- a week to film that, the rock in the, the fight sequence. Huh. To be honest, if I was going to nitpick anything about this movie, it would have been the scene that was a drawback to four. So I'm going to make it really four's problem of when they crashed the bus being yeah. stupid ridiculous. And how somehow the charger flipped the bus, but was totally fine. (laughs) Like of all the ridiculous things that happen in this movie, like that is the one where I was just like, 
What the a fuck? bit much. <laughs> That's a bit much. Um, do you guys want to take? So this took a week, and there's we get our very first. We see uh, our second motion. The, our first scene with them talking to each other is when they're um, trying to plant the thing under the rocks van uh, van to GPS them, so we know where they're at, so it gives them time. And there's a car blocking Vin Diesel, and as the standoff. Do you guys and you guys want to take a guess of uh, the height difference between the two? Oh, okay, Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson. Yes. What's Vin Diesel and what's The Rock's height? The Rock, if I can remember correctly, is six four. Yeah, six four, six five. I think okay. Vin Diesel is only like five eleven or six feet. I, I think he's shorter. <laughs> I think I think like looking at those two, like The Rock is. There's no way Vin Diesel should have won that fight. <laughs> so, so actuality. The Rock is six five. Damn, I nailed it. And Vin Diesel's six foot. So Fucking when nailed it, suck my balls, so, sweat. So, so what they oh. do is they do the, like, the the well. We have to put something in front of them to make them only be like a two inch difference. Oh, that's like the Tom Cruise shit, where they like just like shoot at weird angles. It's <laughs> yeah. such a weird thing that people are obsessed with in Hollywood. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's like it's what I like to say. They like the uh, like Schwarzenegger thing of um, you know, he's six foot, but when he's with Carl or like Sylvester Stallone, they're six feet six one, and then they work with Carl Weathers, who's six five. Uh, <laughs> but also um, I, with my Predator reference, we get like the Predator um moment, as I call it, when. Uh, That's what I have in my notes too. Is that it's the predator H- hand grab. Hobbs gets taken down, then Dom and everybody saves them, and Dom picks them up. But instead of grabbing, doing the hand, they grab them by arms. I'm like, there's there's the 2011 predator handshake. Oh, that you was son of a bitch. That was the moment I was looking forward to most. Well, like as I, as I clicked play at eight o'clock this morning, <laughs> I was like, I just want to see that moment where they like are all sweaty and dirty and bloody and they're looking at each other and Vin Diesel sticks his hands down and triumphantly they pulls each other up in a moment what is of like the rock and him always wanting to look like he just stepped out of a rainstorm. Cause he I've got that in my notes. The rock is the wettest character in the whole series. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so, he's so fucking wet. He's so moist. <laughs> Giggity. He's gushing. Like- Gushing the of water. Wrestler and him that like sticks over because like yeah. wrestlers do that all the time. They dump water on themselves before they go out because it looks better under the lights. Oh yeah, the, yeah, and it did look cool. It looks a little silly in some parts when there's like no reason he should be sweating. <laughs> well, like that <laughs> scene where he goes up to the uh, I keep forgetting her name. The Brazilian Elena cop. Like when he walks up to her and he's like, "Are you okay?" And he's just like. <laughs> Sweat is pouring down this man's face. Like I think it's raining in the barrio. He's just like point. he's just so wet. <laughs> like she was just in this huge firefight. She's standing there, totally dry, totally fine. Yeah. Rock is just like pouring down water. It's like what the so fuck funny. is going on? It's so funny. Dude, that one uh, scene though, where they put the tracking device on the cars, where like Rock rolls up, like Rock gets big dicked by Vin Diesel so much in this movie, and I love it. <laughs> 
I'm surprised that like with the big egos or whatever it sounds like they were involved in this movie. I'm surprised he let that scene happen. I mean, maybe <laughs> why they built a rivalry because Vin Diesel got to keep big dick in the rock in the movie. Yeah. Without walking up, being like, "You're gonna come with me," and he's like, "You forgot where you are, buddy. You're in Brazil," and just yeah. everyone pulls guns on him. So the big dick the rock of- forgot it, considering he already walked up into the barrio when everyone had a gun. <laughs> yeah. So like, so Toretto big dicks Hobbs there, and then like when like the they're going to do their final job and everybody leaves but then all of a sudden here comes Hobbs and his crew and like what does what does Hobbs do fucking crash his tank into uh Toretto's car and he's like oh, that was mistake good. and then <laughs> like he good. gets out of the car and's like or congrats you you GPS us but you know Dumbass, we flipped it and found out where you're at. By the way, that that was so silly. (laughs) I don't think GPS works like that. (laughs) No, it does, though. Because, like, that's the whole thing from Fast and the Furious that pissed me off. When they're like, here, have this GPS thing that can let you go anywhere. Oh, by the way, your GPS also has where you are at all times. No, I meant, like, he, like, made it look like he was somewhere else on it. That's the part that I mean, they probably just... uh, They hacked it. Like, they probably fixed, you know, they probably looked at, found it, and they went, shit, can we... They probably hacked it, you know, fixed it. And then they just fake the signal somewhere else. Like that, yeah, that's pretty. You can just uh, dummy the signal and put it somewhere else. Yeah, right. That's what, like, every. (laughs) uh, I mean, at least in, like, the movie universe. Like, that's a pretty, like, normal trope. But this is, like, the first time, like, in a while, in my mind, in a movie that they go, yeah, we found your thing and we fixed it to locate, we we rerouted it to find you. Uh, but then that led to that awesome brawl. Uh, I would, I know I haven't said it, but uh, Paul Walker did most of his stunts in this movie. Yeah, uh, good for him. Good job, Paul. Uh, he trained with a parkour specialist. So the- <laughs> parkour. parkour. <laughs> Was it, uh, what's his name from WWE too? No, not Joe, Joe Mo. Um, so what did you guys think of the fact? So we have the big brawl. They're handcuffed. We get ambushed. Vince's shot, which you don't know. I I didn't notice it the first time, but like is when he gets into the car, that's when he gets shot because then you hear the uh, noise as the door shuts. And how what do you guys think of the fact that the rock's like, all right, well, um I'll work with you guys since they killed my crew. I, that whole scene though, the way Vin carries with Vince dying was like to have something that emotional and well played out in this movie was like, I wasn't prepared for that. I'm like, fuck, this is actually like emotional right now. And the way they talk about his son and he's like, I'm always going to look after him. I was like, fuck, this is deep. I love this. <laughs> uh, it's like, even it Vince good. had a great story arc through the whole movie and his redemption all the way from one to being like a hero and a part of the family again, like felt like so nice and a good way to close his chapter. <laughs> Well, that's like, that's one of the things with these movies is like, we always talk about the family theme, like Saturday Night Live literally did a skit making fun of it. And like, they do it so much. And there's so many movies here. It finally just, it finally just works. Like after like whatever fast eight or fast seven or something like, okay, they've done it enough times. Like the chemistry between these people, they've been working with each other this many years. Like these actors like each other. It's like, you can tell that on screen. And so like the family thing starts to click. And there, this is sort of like the, the another start to the family theme. The third, the third attempt at starting the family theme, and this one sticks. Um, yeah. Uh, 
But like the the scene, uh, scene the uh, the one like nitpicky scene, uh, well for me or for this movie is that scene of them going like you should go run away mm-hmm. after the vent scene of like you know I I will look over your son and then you know like we should run away. And then, like, the cops, like, yeah, go run. And then Vin- Dom's like, no, we're going to do the job. And then out of the, like, three feet off the si- off camera, there's The Rock listening to everybody saying, we need to get out of here. Oh, that was and funny. He, and he's like, I'll, I'll help you. And it's just like, he's three feet away. He's here to arrest all of you. Yeah, that was, like, it felt really weird. Yeah. It felt it was, seriously out of place. It was like they, I, I think they needed to like, like cut minutes down or something. But like, I was just laughing because of that scene of like, wait, you're you're trying to flee the country. Hey, we have a plane already. Let's go. <laughs> the guy who's the there to arrest you. The whole build up to that though was so good. Like we're like Han and Tyrese are trying to talk him out of it, and it's like, yeah. dude, there's three times the cops there. Like we, I have us ways out. We need to go. Mm-hmm. but like and this is where vin is like clearly showing that he's the anti-hero where it's like dude it's not it's not about the job anymore this guy has to go down yeah like <laughs> yeah we end up stealing a hundred million dollars and that's really good for us but it's more than just that we need to take the bad guy down like yo i want to kill people <laughs> yeah. i want to destroy the entire police department of rio yeah, to kill people. I want to destroy buildings. I want to like. I still think he got kids. That's just my theory. <laughs> I wouldn't refute but, the theory. But yeah, they they did they did the. It's just funny. Then the rock's like, "I'll help you." And then what does the rock do? Uses steel tank truck that he has to yeah. ram through the entire police station to allow Brian and Dom to uh, <laughs> use two chargers to pull a vault. Don't forget to also shoot a very heavy machine gun at police officers. That too. Well, I thought I, as think, I still in American Special Forces. I thought that was a. Uh, I thought Does that changed like, you a grenade launcher, but it didn't. I thought it did. Doesn't he just like still have his job? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he just doesn't get in trouble for the fact that one, his entire team gets killed. He shoots at B- Brazilian police officers, and oh yeah, by the way, shoots a man on a bridge later. And had like seventeen chances to arrest them. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm pretty well, sure as a cop, you're not just to be like, you know what? You help me avenge my team. You get a twenty four hour head start. That's not a way a cop works. Yeah, that's not the way things go. <laughs> I'm pretty so, sure he was supposed to just arrest them, even after he sa- after they saved him. Oh, they, he should have. He should have. He could have like pepper sprayed him and called for backup or something. <laughs> but once again, this goes back to one of. Brian letting Dom go, and then this one it's Hobbs letting Dom go. Uh, but Dom there were eight, so charming. <laughs> there is, is it the eyes? It's look, the sexual tension, Keith. Everyone locks eyes with the man and just yeah. loves him. When you it's look, you're, when you look eyes and into if you look into the eyes of Vin Diesel, you want some, okay? <laughs> uh, um, but I like the storyline of you know the vault of the fact that, um they have the most like unbreakable vault, you know, the un, un, you know, you can't get into unless you have the handprint. So <laughs> Giselle's uh, Gal Gadot, Giselle has to get her ass touched by him. And then Te- Ta- uh, Tej is the guy that has to do it. And then they get a, another one for him to work on. Like that's the whole storyline for the movie is 
Tej is going to find a way to uh, use the one they got to unlock, yeah, unlock it. But in reality, is once they steal the vault, and then we we're getting in a minute about the whole chase scene, they use it to switch it out. Um, but they use six. They had six different versions of the vault. Damn. They used that was one the e- big Ocean's Eleven energy in this movie. Was that switch out? Yeah, each, <laughs> each was specifically had their own reasons for use. One of the vaults was uh, uh, built onto a semi truck to use for close shots. Uh, another one was reinforced four wheel self drive vehicle that was connected to a thirty foot cables and dragged through the streets of San Juan nice. by two of the drivers. So they actually did use one to drive through. Um, uh, where were we? Uh, a four short ton vault was driven by a stunt driver who had to wear a temperature controlled suit to compensate the temperatures, which could exceed over a hundred degrees. Jesus. Did they use scene, actual kids when they were filming when they ran the bank vault into them? Maybe. <laughs> a, scene, uh, a scene where the vault tumbled uh, as the cars around the corner was a practical effect, and the results were more violent than the filmmakers had anticipated. Sick. You don't say. Driving like a multi-ton thing and just crashing it into stuff would be pretty brutal. Uh, 200 cars were destroyed by the vault during filming. Cool. Um, <laughs> there were some things that were cut out from it or uh from the vault as the they had a vault hanging off a bridge <laughs> and then the guys would drive it back up but they abandoned it because they determined that even though the chargers were powerful enough to drag them it wouldn't be powerful enough for the vault to be driven back up well especially okay. not with like the multi-tons and cash that are supposed to be in there yes unless it's supposed you- to be the later scene when there's not supposed to be cash in there yeah so what did you guys think of the uh, tower high scene tower heist nice (laughs) i appreciated it it was these the only the only direction these movies can go is up with stakes and ridiculousness so this was just the proper it was the only way this movie could go with something like this and that fit so i thought it was great that they did this ridiculous big scale dumb like all right we'll just literally drag this thing through town to get attention (laughs) it's gonna sound stupid but like it's so over the top and crazy but like as it's happening you don't feel like it's utterly unrealistic (laughs) which is like so weird to think about like you're like all right i kind of buy this that like they somehow made these superchargers capable of doing all this like i'm not (laughs) i was never pulled out like there's nothing about it that pulled me out of it to be like no that's stupid what the fuck like i was like i was in it and i bought it the whole time and i think like if you could like something being ridiculous is fine as long as you make it believable and they did it perfectly in my point of like even the scene where somehow dom like with like triple nos because we have to get that little bit of nosing in the movie oh yeah is somehow whipping this thing around behind him and just like literally killing half of the police force of rio it worked <laughs> i bought it it was so just like it was cool epic yeah. uh, and the cars I, flipping off of it into the river was just so good. I it, I think it was cool like that. And then like the the uh, cable cutting a car in half. I was I was waiting for that. I was so happy when they did that. Imagine <laughs> how good this movie would be as an R movie though, because you would have got like a head. Oh, there'd be like a severed head yeah. afterwards. And I think it's you know funny. that person like died brutally to that. Oh yeah, without so question. many deaths. And I like the fact like the like there's like. 
it's the way the movies put that they want the revenge on uh, Reyes. So like Vin whips the vault around and it crashes the car with the machine gun, but spares uh, Reyes's car. <laughs> then like, you know the by like inches by inches, and then the rock is the one that's able to like just put a I need help. Blah. Well, but Joe, you're also forgetting is what to what Dom does is somehow use the like retention snap oh, to yeah. then send his car into Reyes's car. <laughs> See, I with this scene, I agree with you, Ricky, completely. But I think very oppositely about it. Like this is just me further embracing the superhero bullshit that they're doing so i'm just like oh this is sick they made these like they made these like 1800 horsepower chargers that can somehow yank this thing across town and i'm just like no this is cool i'm in i got it this is cool well, that's, <laughs> yeah. what, that's what it is though it's like you know like in the back of your mind you're like this is stupid and ridiculous yeah. but like within the universe it feels yeah. authentic <laughs> yeah that's superhero like, build shit. your universe <laughs> like make your universe like yeah, I think that's a big part of franchises. Like, just establish what your universe is, and people will go with it. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, if <laughs> your universe going through a glass window doesn't do anything to you, fine. That's what happens in this universe. Yeah, and they've done such a good job of establishing their like the slow build up with the like superhuman shit, like where Dom gets shot in the shoulder and it's just like feels like a fly landed on him. Like they've built up to this. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but it's worked. Well, and you're mentioning world building. This is the, this is the first movie where I feel like there is a world built. Like this is the, all all the other movies kind of felt just like sequels and sequels and sequels and sequels. And now this one feels like, okay, there's like a world. These people live in There's characters inside that world. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Universal. It was was unintentional world building up to this point. And this is the first time where it's like, this is the Fast and the Furious universe. Yeah. This is what we are doing going forward. Universal wanted to move away from the street racing themes and into more of a heist-focused franchise. I mean, whoever made that call made the right call. <laughs> yeah. I, so is there any things that... We know we nitpicked here and there, but is there, was there anything that you guys didn't like about this movie? For me, one of the parts, the one part that kind of dragged a little bit where I was pulling the old phone out and checking cool internet memes and shit was there was the later, the second half of the planning phase was a little dull to me. Because like, I liked the people gathering. I liked the like, all right, I got a guy part. I liked that part. But like the, the for like, there was like 15 minutes there that were a little bit boring to me. Right, right, right in that section. Like the continued them driving the cars part or like before they were doing the like trying to get the cars through the window part? Oh, let's see. Like before, like before they're like while they were figuring out that they needed to build the the camera maze, like the camera trick. Before the before blowing up the cops toilets. Yeah. The stuff leading up to that to me, to me, it was just a little bit dull. I mean, I thought this movie was great. I'm trying to think of like just slow parts because that's the only way to really not like a fast and furious movie is when it gets slow because then you can really notice all the all the bullshit but like that was the one little moment so i know you're asking about what we didn't like but i'm gonna go back into what i did like is so much of like heist movies they make these elaborate plans for the heist and then everything goes to plan like even in Mm -hmm. ocean 11 like when something doesn't go to plan we eventually find out it was a part of the plan the whole time we always knew this was gonna happen the way that like 
we never even got to see what the original heist was going to be because the plans changed. Like it felt more authentic in that way and that they were like thinking on the fly and make, making these adjustments as they were going. Like, and it really plays to how good they are at their roles was all that stuff. And like, I just, like, it made me buy it that much more. It was just like, all right, we have, we have to be smarter. We have to go on the fly. All right. We got the bank vault originally. So Tesh could get used to breaking into it. Oh, but now we're going to use it to our advantage for the, sweet switch out of the bank vault with like yeah. hey we got a 10 second window slide it onto the fucking that very <laughs> oceans 11 energy by yeah. going this is the sleight of hand we did that you didn't <laughs> notice now we're going to go back and show it to you i 100 so agree because there is that sleight of hand because but the thing is they don't show us the sleight of hand because with the pe- plan that they were giving us is them going okay we're going to steal cop cars and then we're going to get into the vault, steal all the money and then drive off without the vault. That was like the original plan. I think because they had all the suits and cars and stuff. I think the only nitpick I would have is just like, there is no reasoning why everything went like worse. Like there's no Mm -hmm. reasoning behind Reyes knowing like, everything tripling in force besides just like they needed like the higher stakes at the end. Like I would have liked something as to a reasoning behind like everything tripling in force, like have information get out somehow, like just a scene that's like they've caught on to the plan and know what's coming and like just something there to kind of like establish why the stakes got raised. Mm Mm-hmm. But even then, I don't really care that that scene wasn't in there. Like, that's like, this is me, like, digging. Trying to find a... As to why there's something I don't like. Needle in a haystack on why you don't Mm -hmm. like it. Yeah. And then one of my nitpicks, I think, also is the... While we're on the topic of nitpicks, this movie was pretty fucking great. But I didn't... I don't know. Personally, I didn't like the Dominic and Elsa, Elena. Elena. Elena, Elaine Bennis. I didn't like the Elena. I didn't like. I didn't like their relationship. They didn't have chemistry to me. Like I didn't see any reasons why they should have clicked. Like they were. It was just clearly like, well, Letty's gone. We got to have something for Vin Diesel to do. That was like. And so, the, she seemed unimportant to me. Well, then she then she leaves the force and then joins with. Becomes like Toretto's lover. See, I'm gonna yeah. argue argue that <laughs> I actually liked the way they built their because they like the way they established their relationship is like and they this. God damn it, I hate tying things back to a movie I hated so much with Fast and the Furious. Because, like, we got that whole spiel from Toretto about, like, what I want in, like, well, what, like, basically, like, why he loved Letty. Like, we get that. And, like, they could explain why they make this connection because he sees, like, the connection he felt towards Letty, he sees in what she felt towards her husband. And that, like, she's will, like, she, the reason she does things is because of love. And like, that's where like they build that connection. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't mind it. <laughs> like, it's not like great. It's not the Letty connection, but like, I could see what they were going for. Yeah. And, and for a guy who professes honor so much, I didn't like that. He was just like, well, all right, this woman's cool. I mean, I'll latch onto this woman now. Well, you can't <laughs> grieve forever. So you move yeah, on. that's true. Yeah. yeah we're talking about how long has it been also? <laughs> Yeah, um, the uh, song at the very end 
for the montage that was by don omar i guess that would also be like my only like music has been such a big thing through the first three movies that music yeah. didn't feel like anything in that in this one and that that was kind of disappointing yeah there wasn't there was like a pitbull and that movie sucked ass but there was a pitbull energy to it yeah but this one there was no like energy there was no like specific it was just like soundtrack it was just generic ass soundtrack so mm. i guess that would be like my biggest gripe is that music was like and i didn't even think about it till the movie was over and we were getting music i'm like there was no like set like there was no feel to the movie music wise and like music had been such a big thing through the first movies to not get that in this one i was like that, that felt kind of disappointing yeah all of the movies up to now essentially have just a music video crammed into them <laughs> and it's pretty cool this one just didn't have that i guess that's part of the getting away from like the racing culture yeah mm-hmm. doesn't mean i don't miss it though <laughs> so we all sounds like we all love this movie so let's uh Let's go to you guys' favorite part of the uh, gross and yeah, budget. Yeah, the favorite part. In the yeah, box office <laughs> for this. All right. So the gross, the budget for this movie was $125 million. Well, considering you said they dropped like $25 million just on Puerto Rico, that, that about makes sense. No, they didn't drop $25. They are like, yeah, they got, yeah. Um, domestically, $209 million. Honestly, that almost seems low to me. But it, granted, we have it, it hasn't started to ramp up into the Fast and the Furious franchise yet. Yeah. Also, the uh, for internationally, got four hundred and sixteen million. Okay, yeah, that that figures a little bit better. So worldwide, six hundred and twenty-six million. God damn. Yep. So an almost four hundred million dollar uh, gross on these movies. Yep. Uh, like I said earlier, beginning of the show, it came out April 29th, 2011. Uh, first Fast and Furious movie to go over two hours. Uh, the Friday night, it got $35 million around. So let's go to the box office. Before we jump into it, just real quick. Yeah. It didn't feel bad that the movie was longer. Like, I was worried about it, that yeah. going into this. Like, I actually, like, it didn't feel drawn out. Like, the way they, at least in this one, the way they told the story, even though we got about a 35 40 minute longer movie it didn't feel drawn out which i thought i think also plays to how good the movie is i agree yeah do the future movies in the series do that like there's that modern movie trend now where all movies have to be three hours all long. the other movies go beyond two they're all yeah. about 220 i think 220 210 yeah. hold on i have the case right here let's see <laughs> oh no where is it yeah, that's uh, one thing. Like, but it is, it's I, about two twenty. Because I know, I know too fast. I know. I mean, I know Fast Five goes two ten. That our next movie, Fury Six, will be two ten. So they around two ten to two twenty. I'm I gonna miss say. moving forward. I'm gonna miss the crisp ninety. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna miss it. it there's just, some. There's something I think to be said for that. Depends on the that. movie. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm in the opposite way. I actually like a movie to be a little bit longer because I get there's a little bit more depth to it then. Yeah. I always feel like 90 minute movies, it feels so rushed. Mm. Also, uh, I prefer like big drama HBO series that are like 10 episodes long that gives me 10 plus hours <laughs> of entertainment. Yeah. So this movie, like I said, gross two, 626. Let's, before we get to the box office, let's talk about the uh, mid credit scene as uh, Keith didn't watch it. <laughs> as um, one Eva Mendez's character from Too Fast shows up that she's oh, working with Damn, the I rock. Watch that. 
and she shows up with to the rock's office and says hey you should look at this paperwork a uh a group of people uh stole like hijacked a truck and germany yeah in germany or berlin or something like that and germany it's berlin now berlin uh, you know maps brother berlin germany different place um they you know what but it's that was it toretto no all right i don't care and then she's like no look at this and he folds looks through it and a photo of michelle rodriguez is there so believe in ghosts (laughs) she actually says that keith she actually says do you believe in ghosts that's the last line I might and after the record, I might uh, hop on some YouTube. And there you go. <laughs> uh, fun fact about that is Michelle Rodriguez didn't even know that they were going to put her in the mid-credit teaser. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but you know, Marvel movies started doing this, and you know, in Fast and Furious, there was the um one scene of like Vin driving in Mexico, but none because of marvel fast and furious now has a mid credit or an end credit scene marvel's really like driven home that fact of putting a little extra in it <laughs> to the point where marvel even makes fun of their own fan base now with their after credit scene but the captain america one so you waited a long time for something <laughs> it's a big disappointment it's gonna happen <laughs> like you pieces of crap so they hate us. <laughs> so let's move on to the box office for April 29, 2011. Number 10 in its fifth week with 2.5 million source code. Source code. Source code. Jake Gyllenhaal I movie. I don't remember. I don't remember if I watched that movie or not. I remember like the pub for that movie. Uh, number nine in its fifth week with 2.6 million. Hop. It's like a bunny movie. I saw Hop. <laughs> happened to jake gyllenhaal why doesn't he act anymore oh he was he was in uh, the last spider-man he's doing he was he was doing broadway before after oh, right he was in that spider-man uh coming in number five uh coming in number eight in its fifth week with around 2.6 million extra change insidious that's a classic coming that's in number seven movie, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> number seven in its fourth week with 3.3 million soul surfer the one with the one. with the surfer getting our arm bit off. I saw that. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was like based uh, on a true story instead. Yeah, coming in at number six in its first week with 4.1 million. Keith was hoodwinked Ooh, for seeing Soul Surfer. Yeah, some another animated movie. Uh, number five in its first Joe, week. Joe, with, hey Joe, that was a that was a pretty good joke. Thank that you. Was the Little Red Riding Hood <laughs> movie, wasn't it? Hood, yeah. Uh, number five in its first week with 4.7 million prom. It's a horror movie. Uh, I think it was like a PG 13 horror movie. Um, coming in, in at number four in its second week with 9.2 million waters for elephants. Oh, Robert that's Pattinson. A movie. What is that? I thought it was Hugh Jackman. Robert Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying yeah, it, Pat- it was Robert. Damn it! <laughs> I'm thinking of Australia. Like Robert Pattinson's like big breakaway from the Twilight franchise, and it didn't quite yes. do it for him. Guys, I'm a real actor. <laughs> yes, and sir. Now he's Batman. 
Yes, sir. Uh, coming in at number three in its second week with nine point eight million. Medea's Medea's big happy family. Those movies always do pretty well. They have a yeah. pretty like cult following. Oh yeah. Coming in number two in its third week with fourteen million. Rio. Oh, the bird like Rio. Okay. Yeah. It's then, nice. It has its moments. So coming in at number one in its first week with eighty-six million dollars. Fast Five. Man, they did not have a lot to go up against compared no, they, to some of the other Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, God, they were like scrimmaging against the JV squad. <laughs> <laughs> it's the crazy thing that if you go back to listen to any of the our, the Q movies that we did a more recent movie, the box offices were, were drastically different. Or any old, old movies too in, in the Q. That like, sure, the movie that we just watched is number one, but it beat the second one by like, four million two million dollars if you once we get to the more current movies it's beat it by a hundred million oh yeah i think that's just the movie industry now though it's like (laughs) movies really only do big for like one to three weeks and then it's just like if you were gonna see it you would have seen it already Uh, like at the box office fast five was number one for a full week until the next week until something came out because box office movies they like to do as i would like uh compared to like nba they're going to plan their schedule around how they want to play their top stars so aka the movie theaters movie uh companies are planning how to play their top movies so if fast five comes out one week then sony were like all right we're in, in two weeks or in a week i'll bring out this movie to not have to go one-on-one with to get their money. Remember before the pandemic hit, when we all had to go like into terrible, remember when they originally were going to line up John wick four versus matrix, matrix. Four same the, weekend. They ruined my Keanu day. Cause I was going to go watch both <laughs> same day. And like, we were like, bullshit. They're going to move those. Cause they, they, they were just going to go balls to the wall against each other with an all Keanu weekend. And we were like, Fucking fine. We'll do a double feature. The the whole debate was which one to watch first. I think and we I think established we that John Matrix. Was, yeah, because you want the you want the better Matrix. one last. Matrix first. You want to go out Wick. on a good note, and you know that that Wick would end strong. Where Matrix was a big toss up. Damn, that's rough. <laughs> but no, they uh they they took it away from us. So now we just get to watch Matrix at home. <laughs> That's so that. Matrix comes out in December. I'll be seeing that in theaters. I mean, fuck, so I'm going to go see Fast 9 in theaters. We're planning on that. We, if we have to rent the whole theater, I think we can find 20 people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to the ratings. IMDb gave this movie 7.3. Wow, that feels low. Uh, Ron Tomato gave the all critics gave this a 77. Again, uh, t- that feels low. I feel like Fast and the Furious got higher than these. Uh, top critics got uh, 80%. And the audience gave this an 84, 83. I feel like there's not proper love for Fast Five right now. <laughs> um, so I can uh, quickly interject here with my Roger Ebert um my Roger Ebert theme I've been going with. He's still he's still alive, folks, to uh, review this movie. It's getting That's we're good. getting close as we move forward. We're getting closer and closer to the end of Mr. Ebert. But he gave it three out of four stars. He seemed to like it. 
Hmm. There's not like a really cool passage I'm going to read here. It's mostly just kind of explaining the plot, but sort of the theme of the article of his write up is that he just appreciated the big ridiculousness and the scale of the action sequences. That was his big, his big takeaway. Hmm. Uh, for the fast and furious, uh, all critics and top critics gave it 53 and 59 and the audience only gave it a 74. All so right. it is going up. It went up. Misremember fast and the furious. Yeah. So that means let's go to our ranking system. If I can find the right page as we're going to, uh, rank fast and furious. And I wonder where all this is going to go. Whoa, whoa, Joe, Joe. Hold on. Oh, Let's oh, break out the giant star glazer board. There it is. Because <laughs> we have to glaze some stars for Fast Five. They're going to glaze themselves. <laughs> so, so Fast and the Furious came yes. in at a three. Too okay. Fast, Too Furious came in at a 2.1. Fast and Furious came in at a 1.3. Boys, where are we going to land on Fast Five, Keith? What do you rank Fast Five? Okay. 4.2. So four and a quarter. Yep, four and a quarter. Yeah, four and a quarter. It was a, I mean, the movie rocked. Like, as I'm thinking about it and as I watched it, there's something about it where it doesn't quite have, like, I never, like, craved to throw on Fast Five in my life. But, like, the, 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 the replayability of it for me or, like, rewatchability isn't quite there, but, it, I mean, the movie rocked. So... Yeah, four and a quarter might be a little high given what I just said, but I'll stick Joe? with it. In my mind, I want to give it a five. In my mind, I do, that, but I'll go with what go with your heart, buddy. Yeah, but I what, won't. I'll what, play. What does your What does your stomach tell you? <laughs> uh, my My heart says five, but my stomach says uh, four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. Okay, and then. I'm going to go four and a half as mine actually went up as we talked about this. At the start, I was in the four, four and a quarter, but like they're just, and Keith, I was with you before that. This wasn't like a movie I ever thought I'd like want to rewatch a bunch, but after watching it this time, this like goes up there to me with an Italian job with an oceans 11 with like, where if I'm thinking I want to watch a heist movie, Fast Five is going to be pretty damn near the top of the list as just a movie I'll throw on to watch a good heist film. Uh, I would say that I I watched Fast Five when it was in theaters and then I watched it like the first week I came out and I bought it. And then I haven't watched it since the marathon. So it's been like a couple of years since I haven't watched it. And it felt refreshing to watch it this time for me. So, you know, I'll bump it up. Four and a half for me. Um, oh, uh, shit. Joe might have just done something that's going to... Oh, no, it doesn't drastically change the board. So, hang on, hang on. If I say five, does it drastically change no, the whoa, board? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it would. Hey, hey. I'm the host. So let's make it a five. I'm making a oh, drastic change. Five. Joe makes his whoa. second five-star movie, and Keith's heart is about to be crushed. It's better than Predator 1. <laughs> that's what I want. That's what I wanted to do. Is now a 4.6 in the Star Glazer, becoming the top movie 
for the fake movie experts oh, beating predator funny. by point two. hell yeah i wanted to make sure that would happen so yeah as i'm the host i can do whatever the hell i want a four and a half would have let it tie predator that would nope. that's unacceptable that so would have been just fine <laughs> we had the we had the cooler brother in arms type shit you know so. yeah so there we go Thir- 12 weeks later from our first episode we have finally beaten Predator with Fast Five. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> our, old, well, our three top movies are now Fast Five at 4.6, Predator at 4.4, and Shaun of the Dead at 4.2. Checks out. Yeah. That checks out. Our only four-star movies so far. Hmm. That's awesome. So now, since I got ahead of myself, let's go to the ranking system. Like we do, we'll break down crews, villains, cars, action sets, heist, and overall movie. So let's start it with crew. Number one, right? I mean, yeah, is this even a debate? Like this is... Yeah, easy. This is the quintessential (laughs) when you think of Fast and the Furious. This is the crew you think about. They literally say, we're going to need a team. (laughs) (laughs) That And that perked Keith up really high. Were you a little disappointed that they didn't say we were going to need a crew, though? Since our whole thing has been... (laughs) That was a little disappointing. Uh, we're gonna need a crew for this one. Reyes. See now, this one I feel like is the debate. I love Reyes. I think he is easily the greatest we have seen since one. But I don't, Johnny Tran just still feels like such a like. And it's because he's like also kind of psychopathic. <laughs> that like, I have to go two for Reyes for me. With Tran still one. I don't know what it is about Johnny Tran, but he just feels like a vi- like such a villain <laughs> to me. And Keith, before you go, let me throw my two cents in, and then you can make the, de- the deciding factor here. I think Ray's is one because of the fact that he has that uh, fear to him that you know you can't say anything bad to him or he'll kill you, which he does in this movie. While Johnny Tran... He is just a another street racer who owns a block and then <laughs> is just feuding with Vin Diesel while in this okay, one let's, a, let's a drug lord. The, let's compare the two scenes of them where they have people in like bad situations. The Reyes one, great scene when he then beats the guy in. But mm-hmm. the trans scene where he also feeds him motor oil is also a great scene that's terrifying. What's more terrifying, death? Or being uh, swallowing Hershey syrup. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure he was going to kill that guy if he didn't give him his engines. Well, he would have, but this guy got a fucking statue in the back of the head. So, and then he did Keith. put the statue right back on his desk, which was a pretty baller move. Right, boom! I'm I'm, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going Reyes. Oh, Tran is it's he's evil, but he's a little more petty. He doesn't have as much capital. <laughs> so there's, doesn't have as much like i'll bet his i'll bet trans body count well he's still a psychopath trans body count is a fraction of reyes's body count. that's a fair point fair point mm-hmm. so guys what about cars we have four one and two what does fast five go into <sighs> we said earlier you guys said earlier that the cars wasn't as prominent four to me, four to me keeps the top spot four is still the best cars the the car the only thing good about four was how good the cars were yeah I'm yeah, going to this- give the edge to Fast Five with the cars over one and two, just because the cars that like they steal, like 
one, the Ford GT is one of my like. Ooh, that one. That's one of my top like. If I ever became a Bezos type person, like that's one of those cars where I'm like, yeah, Bezos baby. I, I I would need one of those cars. So that being there, the kind of one. But otherwise, the cars weren't that great in this movie. But they also at least weren't Hot Wheels cars. So I'll go four, five, one, two. Keith, what do you say? All right, I'm gonna pretty much the same, except I'm gonna swap five and four. I think the cars were a little better in this one because they find they're starting to go towards the ridiculousness, which I appreciate. They like with the that flatbed truck with the winch on it that can suck cars into it, and they it can it's somehow like powerfully skilled and off road. And then they just like they did more tricks in this. The the G yeah the TT40 thing was cool. Yeah, I think five is a little better. Now I'm in that pickle development. Uh, yeah, I, no, you get to be the tiebreaker. You know, I'm the tiebreaker here. Um, for me, I will go four and five. Five, the cars are there, but they're subtly in the background for more of the stuff. Ooh, damn, for that's this. a good point. <laughs> they're there, but, you know, it's not, you know, them... Uh, you know, Fast and Furious, them building the car. Sure, they take it one apart in this one, but it's just them trying to find out what's been stolen or why they want this one specifically. Well, and you know, we don't even we you know we don't get the street race. Uh, not enough Nas either. Not enough Nas besides the end. So I will be going four, five, one, and two, and that's what we're all going. So let's go to action scenes here so i'm i'm gonna say this is number one <laughs> yeah this one's yeah. easy <laughs> yeah i mean couldn't you argue that just like the opening heist in the train probably had better action than the rest of the movies and yet we still got even more great action after that oh yeah no this movie was spectacular <laughs> the action this from the action front like i said i put down like all the action scenes we have you know the ambush scene the dragging the vault then destroying all the cars. We have Hobbs and Toretto's fight. We get the street race scene of them racing for a million, them running on rooftops, um, them crashing a car into a train. There's a shit ton of action in this movie. And you know so. what makes it all great, Joe, is what you talked about. There's no goddamn shitty CG anywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It looked good. So and the, and the movie that just like looked like the the color the colors were nicer. Or I was bitching about the color palette in the last movie. They just need to so... never film in LA again because apparently when they go there, it just yeah. gets really ugly. <laughs> that tinty feeling in LA. Yeah. So let's go to heist. Right now we have two, four, one. So where does five go? I mean, it's the top, right? Like, yeah, is that even is. a debate? This is probably the greatest heist in any Fast and the Furious. So it's like the, it will not the, be topped. <laughs> it's like the first real heist movie in it, like mm-hmm. the it's uh it's either this or dvds <laughs> DVD, <laughs> DVD, VHS combos. but dvds vhs combos are number four on the list now so. <laughs> no, Not even no, close. i was joking yeah this is easy yeah. so movie where does fast five place in the ranking so far of one two and four? Oh, see now this is a legitimate debate to me because even though i said like hey if a, if i want to watch a pure heist movie i'll be thinking of this one now but I don't think it tops one for like, if I was just thinking I want to watch a Fast and the Furious Oof. movie, I still think I'd think one first. Damn. I, I, I have to go one first. So Casey, the go, icebreaker. I mean, I no, five one, first. One, five, 
One, five, two, four is probably how I'd break it down right now. I have five at number one because of the fact that the, the love that we, the reason we love this franchise is because of five, not one, it's five. <laughs> but one just has like that. One is like a good blanket. Like sometimes you just want to curl up in a nice warm blanket at night and get comfy. And that's what one is. One is you can curl up with one all you want, but five, five five will warm up with you. Five will will warm you up because five's the the eyes of one Vin Diesel. Here's how I break it down. One is that comfort movie you can you can get comfortable with. Five, five is when you've had a couple and you're ready to fuck. And that's all the fucking time for Keith. So Keith. (laughs) <laughs> What's number one? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> no, uh, Come on. this is really hard. The way that you both mentioned it is five is definitely the better movie. It's just like oh, that's yeah. easy. That's not a debate. But like, Ding. I think uh, fuck. I'm picturing if I've had a couple and it's one in the morning and I want a movie to like fall asleep to, and that's uh, well, mm. uh, oh, don't argue with me yet. I'm not. <laughs> They're so close. It's close. It's close, but five. Damn it! Because <laughs> yes. I, I would. My joke. My, my thing was going to be if you picked one, it was like, yeah, you can fall asleep to one easy, but for, for five, you Damn. can't. But that's no, the point. But, you want yeah. just like something comfortable to it, just relax with. You can relax <laughs> with one. You don't relax with five. I'm you, sorry. I'm not. I'm not no eighty-year-old woman. Five at two in the morning and expect <laughs> to come over and just Netflix. <laughs> no, five is you're doing, you're doing something else, and you know, bite the pillow. You know. <laughs> so, with our rankings, movies go five, one, two, and four. It's hard um, to argue that. Yeah, there wasn't really a wrong answer. To be honest, it was so there close, isn't. though. <laughs> So, this brings an end to Fast Five as we're going to continue the Fast and Furious franchise by moving on to number six. That's right, six. Who would have thought that after watching Fast Fur- the Fast and Furious, we'd have six, five more. So, next week, we're doing Fast and Furious 6. I'm excited for that. It's so weird with the names every time. We're like, they just can't really decide how they want to do the names for these movies. (laughs) Which one's Fate of the Furious? That's That's eight. eight. Uh So, no, this is like, this is, this will be the last one until Tokyo Drift that it's Fast and the Furious something. Because we go Fast and Furious six, Furious seven, Fate of, uh, Fate of the Furious, because Fate and eight rhyme. And then F9. And then we we punch oh, Tokyo Shaw. Drift and yeah. Hobbs and Shaw in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So so I think it's six and then Tokyo, or is it seven and then Tokyo? I don't uh has to be wait. No, it's like six. Hard. It's six and then Tokyo and then okay. seven. And then seven right, and then re- rehearse re- Happens back to what happens at the end of Tokyo. Okay, it's gonna yes. be jarring going to Tokyo Drift. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is, sir. So I'm almost afraid that the way we have done this is gonna make Keith hate Tokyo Drift more than he should. I'm worried about that. I'm preparing my. 
I'm, pre- I'm, I'm preparing my takes. I hope I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> or the the uh, yeah, the quality of the movie. Yeah. So I'm next my, week I'm here, my knife sharp. <laughs> next week here, we're doing Fear, Fast and the Furious Six. Um, so. Uh, if you want to go back and listen to all of our podcasts, you can go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com. You can also go to all of our social media websites to give us a good follow, a like, all that good stuff. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. Are you guys ready for the world log plane strip? <laughs>